CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua. From caring for our children to our seniors. From helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets. From learning the skills to get your GED. To dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections radio show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It is Monday, August 28th, 2023. Last Monday of August, may I add, um, yeah, kind of unofficially, the last Monday of summer. I know that, you know, the official summer, according to the lunar calendar, is different than the cultural summer, but in the United States, you know, it's Memorial Day through Labor Day, and that's summer. So um, hoping that this is a beautiful week, and I hope you have a great Labor Day weekend ahead. Um, This is... uh, Looking like it's going to be really pretty nice today and tomorrow, maybe a little rain on Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're on deck for pretty nice weather, so I'm hoping for that. Knock on wood, my wife and I are planning on going camping this weekend, sort of our last hurrah for the weekend. There is nothing, nothing in the world, well, there probably are a few things, but there are very few things that are more miserable than sleeping in a tent in the rain. 
Now that's cozy for the first night or two, and uh, but after that, it ends up being just like super miserable. So, hoping for a great weekend. And um, speaking of weekends, I'm hoping this weekend was fantastic for you as well. I'm going to tell you it was a great one at United Way. Saturday was Skydive United. This is our fourth annual year, our fourth year of doing Skydive United. This is a fundraiser where um, the participants, they raise money to jump out of a plane. And the money they raise um, is used to help to fund our youth homelessness fund at United Way. Really great fund, only one of its kind in the community where um, on a very flexible, unrestrictive basis, we're able to provide resources for both individual young people who are experiencing homelessness as well as organizations like uh, Stepping Stones and the Nashua Children's Home, which are working programmatically to end youth homelessness. So we had actually on site on Saturday morning, it was looking a little sketchy Friday night. I emailed everybody and said, you know what, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this or not. Um, the weather was kind of iffy. The pilot at Skydive Pepperell said, you know, the uh, the ceiling for the uh, uh, cloud cover cannot be lower than twelve or 13,000 feet. It was looking like it was going to be a problem. Nine o'clock Saturday morning, the clouds opened up, the sky became blue, and we started flying and jumping. We got 20 jumpers in the air. That was amazing. Biggest event we've had yet with this uh, Skydive United. Raised over $30,000, um, pushing thirty-five at this point, actually. And fundraising is still open, by the way, through the end of the week. So if you go to unitedwaynashua.org, that's our website, unitedwaynashua.org, You'll find Skydive United. You can click to support one of our jumpers or one of our teams. We had really four sets of teams this year. We had fantastic team teams from the Nashua Police Department and from Nashua Fire Rescue, 10 each. Um, not all jumped, but they raised money to cover for 10 different jumpers for each team. Each of them raised over $15,000. Um, both police and fire chiefs, so Chief Buxton and Chief Rourke, were on site on Saturday with us to uh, see the event, support the guys. Not just guys, guys and gals from Nashville Police and Nashville Fire Rescue. They did an amazing job. We also had a team from St. Joseph Hospital. This is their fourth year supporting Skydive United. They care a lot about youth homelessness in our community, and they do a lot to support United Way, but also to support this specific mission of ending youth homelessness. And so they had four jumpers on their team. And then we had somebody from Bar Harbor Bank and Trust, um, a commu- one of our community banks that supports Skydive United. We're very proud of them. And then we had uh, somebody from United Way jumping, and that was amazing as well. So 20 people in the air, over $30,000 raised. That's a pretty darn great thing, and um, I could not be happier about it. So there's some information on our Facebook page also if you want to see about Skydive United. Um, yeah, and then Sunday was just like a chill day, right? It was uh, yesterday was National Cinema Day. I'm not sure if everybody knows this. I was listening to the news early in the morning on Sunday, and I think I was listening to WBZ out of Boston, and they they had this little segment. Today is National Cinema Day. Participating theaters have tickets that are just four dollars, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, whoa, hold on, that got my attention because going to the movies is so expensive these days, and uh, like shock- <laughs> shockingly expensive. Um, especially if you're like an old dude like me. Um, So $4 got my attention, and my wife and I have been wanting to see Oppenheimer, 
Um, we did go yesterday morning to the theater to do that. It was weird to go to the morning. It was a 10 o'clock show, but uh, we went. It's a long movie. It's over three hours. I'll tell you, it's a really good movie. I recommend it. If you're a history buff at all and the period of history, you know, from, say, 1939 through 1955 interests you. You know, this is the, uh, you know, World War II into the Cold War era. Uh, learning about J. Robert, o- Robert Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project. Of course, Oppenheimer is known as the um, father of the atomic bomb. Um, Einstein plays a role in the movie. The whole team around Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project that developed the bomb plays plays a big role, um, of course. And then you get into the McCarthy era and espionage and true story through and through. So if you want to learn a little bit about Edward Teller, um, father of the hydrogen bomb, the Manhattan Project, Oppenheimer, Cold War, World War II, um, just a really incredibly interesting, pretty deep movie. Um, long, but not in the least bit boring. I would suggest if you know nothing about this era, kind of go to Wikipedia before you do this, you know, just to kind of brush yourself up on some of the basic facts. Maybe go there and look up, you know, Cold War, McCarthyism, Oppenheimer, and Edward Teller and Manhattan Project. You know, and then in five minutes, you can acquaint yourself to some of these basic things and then go in so you're not totally confused. Um, but if you, if you know a little bit, you're going to just love the depth of this movie. So we saw that on Sunday. That was pretty terrific as well. You know, and we're off to the races with a brand new week. <coughs> Excuse me. Lots of stuff on deck at United Way. Um, you know, we have coming up two events that I wanted to mention. Uh, both of them are fundraisers, and both of them are fundraisers for our community safety net. So we have this you know, pretty robust network of organizations in our community that I call the safety net. That includes organizations that um, some of them work in programs like transitional housing. So you've got organizations like, you know, Family Promise. Um, front door agency, Marguerite's place. Some of them work in, you know, with with people who've experienced domestic or sexual violence, like Bridges, um, or you know the uh, uh, New Hampshire um, the the center that uh, does forensic interviewing. Um, there is, uh, you know, there's Dental Connect, the Greater National Dental Connection. There are organizations that work in food supports. Uh, mental health supports, youth supports like the Boys and Girls Club and the and the Girl and Girls Inc. and PAL. Um, so there are, you know, we consider those all the safety net organizations. About thirty of them that receive funding every year through United Way's Community Impact Fund. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little tickle today. So. Um, the question then becomes, where does that money come from? It comes from unrestricted fundraising. So, you know, individual donors, you know, obviously they send in checks or make online donations. We also have um, businesses that run workplace campaigns like, you know, even like the city of Nashua and the Nashua School District where their employees give through their payroll um, to United Way. And then we have events that we do. So we have an event coming up in September, and this will be our seventh annual Sleep Out. This is United We Sleep to End Hunger and Homelessness. This is an event where you get the opportunity to participate in some really experiential learning. You will 
um, you know, learn from community experts about homelessness, which is becoming a front and center issue again in our community. You'll learn about some of the solutions, how you can make a difference, and you'll also raise a little bit of money. So that's uh, coming up at the end of September, the September 22nd and 23rd. It will take place um, on the front lawn of Nashua Community College right on Amherst Street. And uh, is uh, information on that on United Way's website, unitedwaynashua.org, and just click on the events tab. Um, look for United We Sleep. Then coming up in October, we have a brand new event. I love brand new events. There's always energy and excitement, and you know, we, I'm always trying to find something new and fun. You know, different. You know, we have our we have our sleep out. Nobody else does that. We have over the edge that we did early in the summer. Nobody else does that. We have skydive united. Nobody does that. So I, you know, nothing against all the fundraisers that other organizations do, like golf tournaments and annual galas and auction dinners and stuff like that. But um, that's not what we do at United Way because we have a lot of partners that do those things, and we don't want to take away from their success. Um, you know, by competing with them. So we came up with something new this year, brand new, brand spanking new, called United Way Karaoke. And that is a play on words, karaoke, but it's care, C-A-R-E. It is a karaoke competition. It will take place at the Nashua Center for the Arts, the Performing Arts Center, right here in downtown Nashua, right on the corner of East West Pearl and Main Street. Um Beautiful venue, brand spanking new in our community. We're rent, <coughs> renting out the whole space. There will be 800 spots, tickets available for people to come and watch a competition. We're going to have 24, 25 acts of individuals and groups up on stage. I have a group of people that's uh, putting together a team. Um, we're contemplating doing uh, Aquarius, the age of Aquarius, you know, from hair this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. You know, I'm not a great singer, but when I'm up on stage with five other people and we say, crank up the music in the background really loud, you won't hear us, right? So um, the uh, judges we're having, it's competition. We have the mayor of Nashua, Jim Donches. We have Kendall Rays. Kendall is a football player. He played for Nashua North. He's now going to, he went then to play for the Tennessee Titans and the San Diego Chargers. He's going to be one of our judges. We have, um, you know, Chris, the new editor at the Telegraph. We have the editor of the Union Leader coming. We're talking to the MUR about getting somebody. We are talking with the governor. He, they don't really build his schedule out until a month before. So in a couple of weeks, we know if the governor will be there. It's just going to be a fun event. So there's information about this event um, on our website, unitedwaynashua.org. Again, under events and look for karaoke, K-C-A-R-E, karaoke, on October 25th. That's a Wednesday. We are right now looking for sponsors. We have our new first, very brand new first sponsor. Um, that's our premier naming sponsor, Service Credit Union, stepped up to the plate and said, we love this event. We're going to do this with you. So Service Credit Union has already taken that coveted naming sponsor spot, but there are others available. Um, and we're also looking to recruit teams right now that want to fundraise. you got to raise 250 bucks or donate 250 bucks as an individual to get up on stage. Um, a little bit more if you're a team or a group. Um, and that money, of course, goes, all of it goes into our safety net fund. So you're raising money, but you're going to be doing a really fun thing. It's going to be a hoot. I'm just going to tell you right now. It is going to be 
fun and different. So look for that on October 25th. You know what? It's time to take a break. It's, uh, you know, um, we've come upon that, that, that time in the hour where we give our sponsors just a chance to talk about themselves. Our show has three generous sponsors bringing you to the air, soon, soon to announce a fourth. Um, but right now, I'm just going to say three of them. We have CrossNet Inc., one of our community's uh, premier networking and IT service providers. We have Etchstone Properties, one of our community's premier builders. And then we have Fully Promoted of Southern Hampshire. You know, Sal and Jen, friends of mine, they bring to the community promotional products, branded apparel, um, screen printing, embroidery. You're listening to the United Way Community Connections radio show. Up just after the break, we'll have our first interview, and that's with our friends from the Actor Singers, talking a little bit about what they're doing these days to make Nashua just a really more vibrant and interesting place. Talk to you on the other side in just two or three minutes. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run.
Well, I'm not going to be doing that song for karaoke because I don't have the <laughs> vocals to carry it. But, uh, you know, I tell you what, I'm just like this Age of Aquarius thing has me bit by, you know, I love hair as a, as a theater show. And I just uh, like the idea of being up on there with a group of friends, four or five, you know, the fifth dimension was five people, but we're probably going to make it a little bit, um, you know, we're going to probably do like three guys, three girls. We got, got a little idea who we're going to have. And this is the dawning of the age of a. We're going to be hippie dressed, and it's going to be awesome. So that's the only way karaoke. I'm sorry to get carried away with that, but I do have with me in the studio, not for the first time, second time, or probably even third time, but uh, (laughs) the actor-singers. You know, the actor-singers are here in our community, have been for many, many, many years, decades, in fact, uh, community theater. And uh, Chuck, who's a volunteer of ours at United Way and also is a volunteer of the actor-singers, said, you know what, Mike, we haven't talked much about the actor-singers lately. So I said, yeah, let's do that, you know. You guys got some stuff coming up. And uh, so, Chuck, welcome to the show. Yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity, Mike. It's uh, The actor-singers has been part of the community for the last 68 years, 1955. The actor-singers began doing musicals in the basement of the Church of the Good Shepherd, just a couple of hundred yards from here on Main Street. And that is an eternity in the world of the nonprofit universe, so congratulations on that. Yes, yes. It's been, represents the sweat and uh, uh, good times of many generations. Yeah, I can I can imagine that that's true. Chuck, how long have you been involved with the actress singers? Wow, I've been involved for about thirty years now, which is hard for me to believe. It's just amazing. Oh, and what do you do actually as a volunteer? Well, I had been the sitting vice president of actress singers, mm-hmm. which was mostly involved in the management and uh, upkeep of the facility that we have on 219 Lake Street, right next to the Lake Street Fire Station. We have a three-story rehearsal hall, storage space, and a construction room in which we build all of our sets. Uh, But I've since moved on. uh, The bylaws of our organization, thankfully, only allow you a couple of terms before (laughs) you have to, uh, before they get fresh blood on the board. And so I sort of settled into position of uh, writing some grants and uh, just sort of helping out where I can around the place, which is always uh, lots to do. So if there's actually anybody out there who has an interest in theater and wants to work on a show, either backstage or actually perform, uh, actorsingers.org is a great place to start. Now that is, um, actorsingers.org. I appreciate that, Chuck. Thank you. And the thing about being on the board is true. It is good to get good to get new blood occasionally in, but it's great when they stay involved after after stepping away, which you obviously are. You know, you guys have a show um, coming up right now called The Evil Dead. That's correct. It's and, currently in production. We just finished our first weekend, uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And we're having uh, sellout crowds right now. Wow. So I mean, there are still tickets available, but you gotta you gotta get them quick because uh, it's really quite a fascinating uh, production, both technically and uh, and the performance. It's, well, I, I'm gonna say, you know, two of my friends actually are deeply involved in this program. That's Maddie and Alicia Gray. Of course, yes. Uh, of course, they also have a radio show here um, on WSMN. Started out as the Alicia Gregg show, but Maddie kept ca- ca- tagging along. Long, so now it became the Alicia and Maddie show, yeah. and uh, they've been supporters of ours at United Way over the years. Maddie 
during the pandemic, ran all the way from southern New Hampshire to the Canadian border to raise money for United Way during the pandemic. Raised over $10,000 by doing that. Um, wow. Also uh, also a big name in legacy name in, in New Hampshire politics. Of course, Greg, we all know Hugh Greg, Judd Greg, Maddie Greg's of that line. That's his lineage. So there's a lot of history there. But just, and of course, Alicia is now a state rep. So they're uh, doing evil dead. I'm sure it's top notch because they're, they are top notch human beings and individuals. It's a, it's a fascinating show. Uh, if you're, even if you're not a fan of the Bruce Campbell movies, it's certainly something to watch. So they, they actually have, um, a, uh, TV screen essentially on the front wall of the theater and uh, the actors move less and the scenery moves around them, which is quite an interesting concept to see. And speaking of the theater, where actually is the theater where this plays? This currently is in the little 250 seat space right across the plaza from the library down next to the river in uh, 14 Court Street. So that's the Streeter Theater. That's correct, the Janice Streeter Theater. And uh, it's a very nice three-quarter thrust venue, and the seating is all raked around, so there's barely a bad seat in the house. And you share that space a little bit also with the Peacock Players. Oh, yes. The Peacock Players, I think, do like nine shows a year in that space. Actor Singers does uh, two or three shows in that space. Nashua Theater Guild does two or three shows in that space. So it's a very very well-used community venue, which we're very uh, happy to have. I love that theater. I've been there a number of times, and it's like there is no bad seat in the house. It's easy to get in to um all the seats are you know pretty comfortable and uh it's a it's not theater in the round but it's pretty intimate nevertheless it is uh so what can you tell me more broadly about actor singers what's coming up for the year let's start with that our next show beyond evil dead the musical in hd we're doing something rotten on halloween weekend down in keefe auditorium down at uh, 117 elm street here in nashua where we rent out the middle school auditorium and we're hoping to uh, draw a nice crowd to that show it's a very 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 funny musical if you're even if you're not aware of the culture of uh, broadway musicals it's uh very funny but if you are aware of broadway musicals there are a ton of references to many many other shows in the in the script and also in the music both musically and uh in the dialogue it's a lot of fun they're currently in rehearsal for that right now and they have a cast of 25 and the music is going along beautifully i was at rehearsal last night and uh the uh action is going to be quite humorous so it'll be a great show a great comedy and then coming up after that is he catch me if you can, That's which was a great that was a great hit movie, very very funny. And and you know when I saw this play performed, um, I saw it up in the London Play Barn, and I'm like I went in thinking, gee, you know it's a movie being made into a play, uh, but I was really fascinated with what they did with the script. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's going to be a great great show. A lot of tap dancing and uh, a lot of great chorus numbers 
in yeah. Catch Me If You Can. Amazing. And one, one thing I would say is looking at your website and looking at some of your past shows as well, one thing I will say about actor singers, you do not shy away from a big production. It might be a small theater, it might not be Broadway, but I mean, you know, The Hunchback in Notre Dame, Sweeney Todd, Joseph, uh, and The Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, those are big productions. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, for Hunchback, we had a cast closing in on 60. Wow. Um, Where did you do that? At, at Keefe Auditorium. Uh, okay, yeah. so a little bit bigger of a venue, right? Definitely, yeah. And mm. uh, the majority, or a large portion of that, uh, 60 some odd was the chorus there's actually a chorus that stays out on stage while the action occurs in front of the chorus and that uh, really gives a nice effect for the audience to have that chorus backing up the action right there live on stage yeah now one of the things i wanted to ask you there chuck is um you know stepping aside from the theater aspect a little bit of course that's hard to do and that's what you do but uh, as a nonprofit organization i would imagine that you're also always looking for additional resources you know we have a, a community that is very generous with their time people who like to volunteer we also have a community that's very generous with their dollars and their pocketbooks people who like to donate you know, financial resources. How does a person get connected and support actor singers in those ways? That's a great question. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I was just getting around to that. The uh, so, if anybody wanted to participate with actor singers, you could uh, drop an email to secretary at actorsingers.org, and uh, there's opportunities on stage and backstage in numerous capacities. You don't have to be a performer. You don't have to be a singer. Uh, you don't need to be a well-trained actor to do any of this. This is all, uh, you know, people from the community. This is community theater by and for the community. So we have lawyers, we have doctors, we have uh, housewives, we have salespeople that are actually performing, and those people also are doing a lot of the work backstage. I've heard that it takes about two people backstage to support every one person on stage. So there's uh, an infinite amount of time that you could spend backstage doing. Interesting. That's a similar ratio to what you find in a restaurant in the hospitality industry, Mm. too. I worked in restaurants for a number of years when I first started uh, my life as a working stiff. And uh, I found also a similar ratio for every, you know, for every. A host, hostess, waiter, waitress, uh, bus person on the front in the front of the building. You had at least two people in the back. Yeah, making the magic happen, as I would say. And it doesn't. In our case, with the case of community theater, it doesn't take a lot of uh, you know talent, innate talent, or or trained talent, or uh, you know, it just takes your time. Right. Uh, so anybody who has any time to come down and paint or the, the the type of painting usually is not very artistic. It's very just broadcast. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> broadcast the color across an open uh, sheet. Yeah. Or um, those people who enjoy doing some needlework. You know, there might be, uh, you know, various sewing projects that need to be done to adjust costumes or maybe even to make a costume. Um, you know, all of that type of stuff needs to be done 
to get the show ready and get it out on stage. So, and I'm sure you also have volunteer opportunities for people just to get involved in, you know, sort of administrative type stuff. Definitely. You know, stuffing envelopes, helping out around the exactly. office. Exactly. These are all things that volunteers can do. And and when it comes time to show week, you know, we need people to usher, need people to uh, sell concessions, all that type of stuff. Now, if you're an usher at Actor Singers or you're selling concessions at Actor Singers, one of the one of the things I know is is that uh, sometimes you get to stay and watch the show of for course. free. That's yeah. kind of like yeah. that's how we pay our volunteers, quote unquote. Is that is that right with you guys yeah, too? It, it's I mean, it's it the object obviously. It's kind of a perk, right? Yeah. Well, it's a uh, byproduct. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, certainly the object of somebody being there is to help get people to their seats or of course to do whatever the task is but obviously when the lights go down that becomes a lot less uh, possible and uh, it's only those people who have the flashlights etc that are needed to usher those last few stragglers in so yes certainly you can yeah. uh, have the opportunity to see the show and we uh, we have we welcome all comers i guess now, you guys are also, um, I talked a little bit about maybe how you can financially support actor-singers. Of course, you're a uh, nonprofit. That's correct. I suspect you're a 501c3. That's correct, yeah. So nonprofits like 501c3s can always accept uh, you know, tax-deductible charitable contributions. Uh, how would one go about doing that? Well, we have the ability to accept donations through our website. You go to actorsingers.org and there will be a donate button on there and it will take you to our uh, ticket yep. purveyor arts people and that will allow you to make a cash donation. Or you could just send a check if you wish to put it in the mail the old-fashioned way to uh, Actor Singers P.O. Box 91 Nashua, New Hampshire, 03061. I see that right on yep. your website. That's correct. So that's, um, Chuck, we're just about out of time. I wanted to ask, are there any additional last final comments you'd like to make about actor singers? What's the next 50 years looking like? Oh, my goodness. Well, the, our big problem <laughs> is going to be uh, Keith Auditorium currently. That's yeah, indeed. The, with the uh, When the new uh, middle school comes online, Keith will become... Uh, or the Elm Street School will become an excess property for the city and the school district. And that what happens with Keefe will certainly be a uh, big, big... A uh, little bit up in the air right now. Certainly, yes. Uh, right now, the uh, mayor has said uh, that the uh, plan is to keep Keefe, at least Keefe, and maybe get rid of the rest of the school... Um, but that's going to take a lot of money and a lot of uh, lot of planning. So we're we're holding we're hoping we're hoping. Right. So that would be great. Yeah, I mean, community theater is I think a vital you know element of the of the local arts scene. You know, we have the new performing arts center, but that's not for everybody, and that's not for every group, right? This that's is correct. Much more accessible. Types yes. of theater. The uh, the performing arts center is not a, a performing space for a Broadway type show. Yep. I mean, it's certainly a very nice venue, but it's more for uh, you know stand up comedians and uh, musical acts and things like that. And one night yep. stands. Uh, it's not really built for the type of uh, show like a Oklahoma or that type of uh, theatrical experience. Now you're talking my language, oh, Oklahoma, where the wind yeah. comes running down the plane. <laughs> um, 
So, Chuck, I'm out of time. All righty. Well, Mike, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. It was actorsingers.org. That's correct. And now playing The Evil Dead at the Streeter Theater in here in Nashville, New Hampshire. Go online, find your tickets, find the schedule, get involved um, with this incredible resource of community theater. Thank you, Chuck. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Absolutely. We're going to take another quick break now for our sponsors. After the break, we'll be back with our second guest. That's Bianca from the Daniel Webster Council of Boy Scouts of America, talking a little about what's going on there these days. And with scouting in general, you're listening to the United Way Community Connections radio show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner. Well, good Monday morning, Nashua. It is Monday, August 28th, 2023. Last Monday in August, you're listening to the Community Connections Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. Each and every Monday morning, we're here with you talking with nonprofits from our community organizations that are working hard day in and day out to make Greater Nashua um, and New Hampshire in general a place which is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. So thank you for tuning in. I'm here this morning in the studio with Bianca from the Daniel Webster Council of Boy Scouts of America. Bianca, welcome to the show. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you today? Fantastic. It's Monday. It's Monday. And... um, it's always a good day at, at Boy Scouts, right? I think it is. I was a scout. Were you a scout? I was not a scout. Not a scout no. at all. Okay, well, I was a scout. I'm, I'm going to say not say a Boy Scout because we've changed that, right? We have. We've been inclusive with the Boy Scouts of America for 
well, all inclusive for about four years, but we've had scouting programs that have been inclusive since the 70s. That is fantastic. And I was a scout back in the 70s as well. My father, uh, well, I was, I was a Cub Scout, did all the different levels of Cub Scouts. And then I was a Boy Scout. My dad was my uh, troop leader, which was, or Scout Master, as that's called in, in Boy Scouts, in, in adults, in, in older Scouts. And uh, that was fantastic. I, we, you know, we used to go camping. I did, I did um, camp um, every year for a couple of years. Learned how to sail. Learned how to swim. Tie knots. Never took a shower. Um, I remember distinctly my first year coming back from summer camp. My mother met me on the front lawn and just held up her hand and said, you are not going in the house like that, young man, and uh, <laughs> pulled out the garden hose and sprayed me down after two weeks of literal not showering. I, I don't care. It was probably would have done the same. I don't blame her, and I would do the same now. It was like my dog. If my dog goes and rolls in the mud for a week, it's just not great. But what great experiences. I have such fond memories and learned a lot, and I will say I regret to this day not carrying it all the way through to the Eagle level. I stopped as a life scout like one merit badge in my project, shy of uh, making that accomplishment. But yeah. it's good nevertheless. It's definitely not easy to reach that level of eagle. and you It's know, not. It's a big accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment for our scouts to get to that level. You know, some of them prepare for years to work on getting to that level. And yep. it's amazing to see their projects. It is. We have a scout right now who's reached out to us. United Way wants to do his Eagle Project uh, by helping us to rehabilitate some of our signage around town, which is a con- kind of partially a construction project and woodworking and lots of stuff associated with that. So we're pretty excited. So um, Daniel Webster Council can be found at nhscouting.org. That's nhscouting.org. Tell us a little bit about the Daniel Webster Council, if you don't mind. Yeah, the Daniel Webster Council covers the entire state of New Hampshire, our scouting program. Uh, We have two primary camps. We have Camp Carpenter in Manchester, which is our cub camp. We also host a a day camp there. So for our non-scouters or people that have an interest to kind of try it before you buy it, Mm -hmm. uh, there is a program available at Camp Carpenter. Um, on the weekends that uh, you can try it a little bit before you buy it. And then we also uh, do some homeschooling programming through Camp Carpenter uh, with with some families in the community. Uh, and then we have Griswold Scout Reservation, which is up in Gilmanton Ironworks. And that is for our older scouts, uh, but younger scouts are welcome. We have yeah. different programming that we bring up there as well for our younger scouts. And there are some great adventures up there for our scouts, everything from ATV in to uh, wall climbing and and learning how to shoot and archery and all of that great stuff. Archery uh, was always like one of the one of the most popular merit badges that scouts like to earn. It's just fun. I was so bad at archery. I like. I was better at Red Cross for at first aid, which is good because if you're really bad at archery, you better be really good at first aid. <laughs> well, that's true. And and we kind of want you to have yeah. both. But more, more importantly, we actually had a safety moment uh, this past week at one of our board meetings, yeah. making sure that everybody knows their CPR. We, we tell oh, them to yeah. our scouts to work on that merit badge. But as adult leaders, um, as adult professionals, making sure you know CPR. Yeah, definitely very, very important. Um, I also didn't realize it, but when my wife and I became scuba divers a couple of years ago, um, I was just kind of 
plugging around on resources, you know, to learn how to do scuba diving. And I realized there's a merit badge actually for scuba diving. Did you know that? I did actually know that. That's (laughs) that's very cool. I probably could have earned it, but uh, the last time I went scuba diving, I uh, I started to have a panic attack. So, uh, not uncommon. Not not uncommon. I, you know, I've ca- I can jump over a building no problem. But. I do know that there's no merit badge for rappelling off of the <laughs> of the Brady Sullivan. Although there, I believe there is a mountaineering merit badge, which probably prepares you a little bit for that. Right. <laughs> so Bianca, tell us about Daniel Webster Council Beyond the Camps. Yeah. Um, you know, how does a how does a, f- a young family or a young person get involved with scouting? Well, if you know somebody, obviously that that's your your low-hanging fruit to to reach out to somebody that's already in scouting, but if you're any any community in New Hampshire, you can just go to nhscouting.org and you can find a troop or a pack in your area and and find someone that might be, you know, a place where you might be interested in. Um, and then if you're not able to navigate, you can go to support at nhscouting.org uh, and send an email and we'll get in touch with you and we'll let you know who's in the area and when they meet and do an introduction. We're happy to place that introduction so that you can uh, learn a little bit more about our scouting program and get in more involved. Um now here in, and have here, a lot of fun. And here in Greater Nashua, we're the uh, Arrowhead District. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So Cub Scout starts at gr- in grades kindergarten, really. Kindergarten. Uh, yeah. So about five, six years old. Yeah. To to eighteen. Okay, and then there's. I'm just going to go through the different levels and looking at your website. Then, of course, you become a scout, which is ages eleven through eighteen. Then there's venturing. Now, venturing is. Um, been around for a while, and that's a combination of boys and girls, right? That was the program I was I yeah. was talking about yeah. that, yes, has been inclusive for the longest. And tell me about Sea Scouts. Do we have that here in New Hampshire? We have a uh, a unit foreman uh, ahead through the pandemic had gone away for a bit, but we have some interest, again, for Sea Scouts. And it's primarily uh, in the Portsmouth area. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, the, there is that availability for for unit a unit to form for a Sea Scouts. Okay, very good. And I think that's great. I, I would love to have done that, actually, when I was younger. So didn't exist, I don't believe, when I was, at least not where I was. So, um, And as a volunteer, as a parent also, and as a community member, there's also, I believe, plenty of opportunities to get involved with volunteering to support Scouts. Is that right? There are so many different levels to volunteer. So you can volunteer on your local level in a pack or a troop. You can volunteer at one of our camps and, and do a community care day. Uh, you're also welcome to volunteer at one of our special events, help plan in the event or day of uh, at the event, and everything in between. If you have a specialty, uh, IT specialty, and you'd like to be a part of some of the upgrades and making our, our website even better, we always have committees and ways to get people involved uh, and and happy to uh, take people's areas of expertise. The... Um Place on your website how to join. That's uh, where you would find, I believe, your your local pack or troop, right? That's correct. Okay. Um, and a lot of those are through the schools, but also through churches and other organizations. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So the, it, they started probably more in the churches when the Boy Scouts uh, initially formed, but we have schools. We have even 
civic organizations that are the the sponsors of of some of our uh, troops or PACs in in the state. Um, so, you know, that's another opportunity uh, if your if your business is looking to sponsor a troop. Uh, there's always different ways to to get involved. Absolutely. Um, this is the time of year, I believe, when most um, kids especially join Cub Scouts. Is that right? Yeah, this is a big recruitment time. Uh, we've been gearing up for uh, the recruitment for this fall. But yes, you'll, you'll see uh, a lot of our scouts out there recruiting some fellow scouts. And the other piece that you'll also see our scouts doing is uh, selling popcorn. We're in popcorn season right now. And is that just Cub Scouts or is that all levels of scouts? Any any level that would like to sell popcorn is eligible to sell popcorn. And uh, our our campaign began in July, but it really gears up in in the fall um, for uh, our troops and packs and venturing crews as, uh, all throughout the state. And so if you see somebody, uh, a scout selling popcorn, what is or they come to maybe to your door or something like that, um, and you want to buy that. What does that support? How does that? What does the money go to? The the money, fifty nine percent of it goes right back to their scouting program. Right to their troop or right their to pack. their troop to Perfect. fund their adventure. So what, whether it's uh, their fees to to pay for the yearly fees, or mm-hmm. it's going to camp, um, or it's a high adventure activity. So last year we had a troop that. Mm-hmm through their popcorn fundraising, not only were able to support their camping adventures, but six of their their uh, troop members were actually able to do whitewater rafting, um, and that was all paid for from their popcorn fundraising. That is really great. I know that when I was in Scouts, we sold, I don't know, we sold all sorts of things, tickets and whatnot for stuff. To Mostly that was to go to the Jamboree. That's that's another one of the high mm-hmm. adventures that yes we just had national jamboree as well as okay the the jamboree here in the states I was not able to attend either one uh, they were literally during some of my special events uh, but those uh, units that were able to attend as well as volunteers it sounds like it was a great time yeah so Daniel Webster Council has been around for a couple of years at this point is that right uh, yeah it was a uh, nineteen twelve. Yeah, yes. 1912, where our full formation was like right around 1922, I believe. That's so. It's been quite a while that scouting has been in here in New Hampshire, and um, it's. I mean, it's just a great organization. Lots of good, lots of good stuff going on. Good, good, really good way um, to approach youth development. I think. Absolutely, I think it's a great way to build our our young people to be the future leaders. And you know what I've started to notice is that uh, there are their businesses when that they're looking to recruit eagles or they're looking to recruit those young people that have been in the scouting program because of the of what we teach them and what their their communities teach them through the scouting program what is your role particularly now i look at on the website bianca and i see that you're the development director and i think that's an interesting thing because i know what that means what does that mean in in the in the daniel webster council to be the development director Everything to do with bringing in money for the council. Bringing in resources. Probably volunteers, too, I would imagine, as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, so everything that's fund development, I love to put the fun back in fundraising. <laughs> Very good. I like that. <laughs> yes. Um, so I support the unit-level fundraising, uh, the higher level, making sure that the units have the resources that they need 
uh, popcorn, camp cards, hikeathon, uh, maple syrup. So those are the the, the, th- the four top ones, as well as uh, a proven unit fundraising, like spaghetti suppers and stuff like that, that they might have set up for uh, fundraising wreaths that they might sell. And then our special events uh, that include, uh, to finish out this year, is uh, our Women in Leadership event, where we honor, this year we're honoring Heather McGrail, uh, CEO of the Greater Manchester Chamber of Commerce. Wonderful. And then we also honor about 30 to 40 Golden Does, and those are women that are active adults in the scouting program throughout the state uh, that have been nominated by their pack troop crew to to be honored uh, as a Golden Doe. And that is on October 18th at LaBelle in Amherst. Nice. Uh, so that will be a beautiful event. And then we also have our Distinguished Citizens Award dinner. Uh, and our hopeful individual honoree is in the Ukraine. So we are just fingers crossed that that person says yes. Uh, but that will be in December of this year. Nice. And our business honoree for that event is Sullivan Construction. Fantastic. Uh, and we have a Good Scout event out on the seacoast uh, on December 12th. That's a Tuesday. It's a lunchtime. It's a quick celebration and honoree to be determined. I don't even know yet. The committee is keeping it under wraps. They told keeping me keeping it secret. They're keeping it a secret until after Labor Day. So we'll we'll find out soon. And there'll probably be a couple other events that we're looking to put together. Yep. We'd love to throw together a wonderful Good Scout event here in Nashua, uh, and we are working on a couple requests. So if it's something that might be of interest to honor some of the professionals here in Nashua, uh, please You know, reach out I to us. won that award. I was a Good Scout, but the, the thing about that was it was in 2020, and it was totally canceled by the stupid pandemic. <laughs> so maybe... Uh, <laughs> So, so I you still have your reward. Oh, do you really? Do. Oh my I, God, and I that's so it with funny. Me. Well, I, don't worry about that. Well, we will see each other again. Yes. I am sure, Bianca. It has not collected any dust. I've made sure. It's- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so excited. I told my wife, you know, I, you know, I'm just super excited as a Boy Scout. I'm kind of nerdy too, and I'm like, look at this. They want me to be like a Good Scout. And she's like, what is that? And I'm like, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't understand. You have to be a scout to really get excited about this. I love it. It's a great, it's a, it really a great is. smaller community event. Nice. And, you know, those business people uh, that that show the values of our scouting program yeah. here in New Hampshire. We are out of time, right. Bianca. I appreciate so much you coming on the show today and telling us a little bit about scouting. Absolutely. NHScouting.org nhscouting.org that's the uh, Daniel Webster Council of the Boy Scouts of America you've been listening to Bianca she's the development director there lots of ways to get involved as a volunteer lots of ways to get involved with your young person so look them up we will be back in two weeks with our next show of the Community Connections Radio Show we won't be back on Monday because it's Labor Day hope everybody has a fantastic week and a wonderful Labor Day weekend until that time when we get together please remember to be kind to one another Because great things really do happen when we live united.